Okay, today's Mesilah Yisharim is dedicated to Ilun Neshmat Yaakov ben Tamar Malkam. She have a Neshama, she have an Aliyah, and the Meshpocha she have a Nechoma Gedoyla. Bezat Hashem, the Schus, of the learning and the Tzedakah. So we've been talking about the subject of, we're obviously talking about Yiva, but uh, Mesilah Yisharim said that one of the branches of Yira is Kavod. It's to give Kavod to Hashem, Kavod to the Mitzvot. And now we've been talking about, namely, Kavod HaTorah To give honor to the Torah and those that study the Torah. And we said this is very important as we enter into Chag HaShavuot. I just want to give you a little bit of background on this and start to get deeper into the sugya so we can appreciate it, okay? So, first of all, if you notice in the morning when you say Birkota Torah, right? So we say, Vaharev no Hashem Alekeinu, Hashem to make the Torah sweet. There's different gerses, but they all say Be'erech, the same thing. Ashkenaz, Faradim, you know. But the, the concept is the same, that we're davening for the, to feel the sweetness of Torah. Okay? And then we say, Our children, our grandchildren, right? Kulanu shemecha. So we're all asking Hashem that we should be Yodere shemecha, we should know your name. And then we should learn Torah Lishma. Okay? So three things. We're asking number one, sweetness of Torah. Number two, Number three, Okay? So now, the Goyen has a question, and he wants to know why Yodeeshemecha comes before because seemingly, the way to get to know Hashem is through learning. If you learn Torah Lishma, then you'll get to know Hashem. So why does it say, Yodai Shemecha, Vilomedet Torah Techa Lishma? It should be the opposite. We should say, Lomedet Torah Techa Lishma, Vilomedet Torah Shemecha. That's the Goyen's Kasha. It's good Kasha, Rabbi Yisai. Understand the Josh? Huh? Okay, so the Goyen says a big Yisai. And the Goyen says that you first have to have a desire to know Hashem and then you can learn Torah Lishma. We will call it, you have to have a certain madrega of Yiro in order to learn Torah Lishma. And in the terms that we're learning here in Silai Yisharim, it means you have to have a tremendous respect an understanding of what the value of Torah is in order for you to actually delve into Torah Lishma. You can't just delve into Torah Lishma. You have to have some type of understanding of what it is in order for you to have that motivation to be able to dedicate yourself to Torah learning. It's not just let's learn and hopefully we'll develop an appetite for it and eventually... We'll develop an appetite for it. We'll end up learning Lishma. No. There has to be somewhat of a Yodei Shemecha. Now obviously, every level that you're going to grow in learning, you first have, the cycle is always the same. 
you have a little bit of Yod Eshemecha, so you learn a little bit Lishma, and then you can have more Yod Eshemecha, and then more Lishma, right? As we grow, we always, the cycle is always the same. Even, the, you see, this is a very deep Yisrael in Avodah Hashem, which I want everybody to get clear. We think in Avodah Hashem, there's high levels, right? There's Yira, there's COVID, there's Lashma, there's big things going on up there. And we, the little people that we are, we have no shaykhs to that. So let us at least learn without Lashma, and we'll learn without any Yira, and we'll learn without any any stuff, and then, you know, hopefully we'll climb the ladder. Now that's a big mistake in Avodah Sasha. Big. Big. Because the same fundamentals that a great tzaddik has, we have the exact same fundamentals. We don't have a different Torah. We have the same Torah. So if succeeding in Torah requires a certain formula, then that formula applies to us too. It doesn't only apply to them. The difference is we have the formula in a very minute way and a minute level and that's how we grow. So for example, even if a person's Shalol Lishma, right? But the Reb Chaim says, and many say, many of the great people say, that in order to have Shalol Lishma, get to Lishma, you have to have intention when you do Shalol Lishma that you want to get to Lishma. Which means, in other words, if you have such intention, you say, listen, I really want to get to Lishma. But I, I gotta work through this system to get there. That means, really, in the oimik and the panemius, your learning is, has some lishma in it. Because if I'm learning to get to lishma, that means there is a piece of it that is lishma, because that's the motivation behind what I'm doing. So that means everybody, even the lowest guy, has to learn lishma. The highest guy learns completely lishma. The lowest guy learns to get to lishma. That's already a darg of Lashmar, the smallest one. The smallest darg of Lashmar is there. But the formula is the same. Now why would I say, I want to learn Shalai Lashmar to get Lashmar? Why is that important to me? Because obviously to some degree I have to have an understanding of Yodei Shemecha. Now it's a small understanding of Yodei Shemecha. It's a small understanding of the concept. It's a small motivation Maybe it's a 1% of my motivation, but it has to have it. It has to have the same formula. There's no difference between great people and small people as far as the formula of success. It's only the degree of the formulas present, which makes the nafkimina, right? So for example, the, the, the motivation, the yoide shemecha, on the highest level, okay? Yehudah on the highest level has a certain clarity and a certain belief that when we say in Tefillah, when we daven, okay, so every single night when we pray, we say in Arbi, before Kiryat Shema, we say, Kihem Chayenu Ve'orech Yamenu, this is our life, this is the length of our days, Ubahem Nege Yoimam Velayla, Right? So we say those words, correct? And this is our life force. This is our life. What does that mean? It's our life. You see people breathing, and people eating, and dancing, and jumping, and doing all kinds of funny things, even though they don't learn Torah, 
and they are alive, right? So their life is like an animal. An animal doesn't have a life force that's coming from a neshama, correct? It has a life coming from a nefesh habahami. Now, that's not real life. You know why it's not real life? Because, let's say you have a battery, okay? The battery can last for X amount of years, yes? Or X amount of months, or X amount of weeks, depending on the usage, correct? Now, eventually that battery dies. So when that battery is alive... Can you say that that battery is alive? It's not really life. It doesn't have life. Because since its life comes to an end, it's only like a borrowed language. It's not really called life. Life, by definition, is something that doesn't expire. Anything that expires is not truly alive. Okay? So, an animal is alive, but being that the animal eventually dies, it's not truly alive. Got that? So let's say you have, uh, you know, you have something called a bar, a pit that holds water in it. And then you have a, a, a ma'ayan, it's called ma'im chayim, because it doesn't stop, as you take water out, more water comes in, right? Anything that's constant, that goes forever and ever, so to speak, that's called life. So even though we also die, our bodies, but our neshama lives on forever and ever, nitzchi, correct? Our, our neshama is nitzke. And even our body doesn't truly die. It only takes a rest for a little bit. Until Tchiyas HaMesim, right? So we are really alive. Okay? We are really alive. But that's only if you're getting life from the spiritual source, not from the Nefesh HaBahami. Depends what battery pack you're wearing. If you're wearing the Nefesh Bahami battery pack, then you will die and you will have no Nitzchias. So you're not really alive, right? So when we say Kihem Chayenu, meaning if the source of even our physical life is coming from our spiritual soul, then we're alive. Got it? So it's true. How do we, how do we, how do we connect? How do we connect the spiritual Neshama, which is our source of life, to our body. How do we hitch it up? It's got to be hitched to it. The, the the connector, right? The thing that puts them together and allows the source of life to flow into you th- from the neshama into your body, which gives you nitzchiyas, right? So now you're immortal. You're going to go live forever. Not only your neshama, but even your guf is going to have chiyas amesim. That's through the Torah, Right? So the more you believe kihem chayenu, the more that that's a reality to you, that if you do not attach yourself to learning, you have a spiritual death. And once you have a spiritual death, even if you're physically alive, your physical life has an expiration date to it, the more you have that clarity, the more you're going to want to learn, right? So it's based on how much you have. Right? If let's say you understand, you learn through Chazal, and you understand through Chazal that it's impossible to achieve any spiritual achievement in this world. There's a lot of marmakaimis to that. It's impossible to achieve any spiritual achievements 
Okay? Nothing. Not zelizut, not zehirut, not nekirut, not perishut, not kedushah, not tahara, not irat shamayim, not anova, nothing. It's impossible for a human being to develop his personality, to be used for a higher purpose. It's not possible for him to fix his midot. Impossible if it's not coming through the Torah. Impossible. Now, if it's important to you to live your life the proper way, and if it's important for you to develop your midas, so then you start to realize, without Torah, I got nothing. So now it has a little bit more value to me. You understand? The idea is to try to understand the value. Yoidei Shemecha. Because once you have the Yoidei Shemecha, then you could go to the next step. Right? It's impossible for a person to do Teshuvah without Torah. First of all, the learning of the Torah itself will bring him great awareness to the Averis that he's doing and to the, the damage that the Averis is doing to him or to, to, to the severity of the Averis, right? So that will him, that will awaken him to do tshuva. But also, deeper than that is, we have tendencies, okay? Let's say we have desires, a tendency, okay? It's a tendency. Now, that koyach nefesh, let's say called desire, for example, was given to us as a kli, as a tool, to do something purposeful with it, okay? So we're built with different kalim. And those kalim are given to us to do something purposeful with it. Correct? Now if I took that taiva and I didn't use it for what it was designed to do. I used it in a way that was wrong. Okay? So what I did actually was, I didn't just use it the way it was wrong and now I could decide to use it for something good. I actually damaged myself where now my koyach of taiva is ruined. It's like a sickness I put into myself. A certain sickness. It's like an addiction. Let's try to understand it as an addiction, right? So let's say a person never smoked a cigarette or never took a jewel or whatever it is, right? So you never did that. But when you start doing that, now you created for yourself an addiction. You can't just decide tomorrow, okay, I'm not doing it. It's a whole battle now, correct? So the Torah... In the first place, if you use the Torah correctly in the first place, right? So then it's, it, it puts you on the right path to use your Kaychas nefesh in the positive way. That's what the Torah does. It teaches you how to use all your emotions and all your Kaychas nefesh, including your lowest desires, but it, it, it teaches you how to elevate them and use them the right way. That's if you went in the way of the Torah in the first place. Now what happens if you messed up? And now you damage yourself. And now you really need to come onto the Torah. Because the Torah has to now teach you how to undamage yourself. That's a difficult work. So if a person comes to a realization that he cannot become anything in life, he cannot reach any positive place or any levels without Torah, and he cannot fix himself from the damages that he's done to himself without the Torah, and he cannot have eternal life without the Torah. The more he comes to this recognition and this realization, that's yodei shemecha. 
then the more he's going to want to do what? Lomet Torah Techa Lashma. But to just automatically learn Torah Lashma, which is, we're going to talk about a little bit, the dedication of Torah Lashma, because basically the highest level of, 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 of approach to learning is where learning becomes the one and only important thing in your life. You understand? That's a big thing. So that's a big level. But you can't jump and try to be a Lashmo guy if you don't first have a Yodei Shemecha. So when we're talking about over here, Mesil Sesharim, that you need to have Kavoda Torah V'Lomdeha, that is a key to success. Because I'm not going to enter into this big work called Lima Torah L'Shmo and Oisik and Torah L'Shmo and Yegir B'Torah, which we're going to talk about everything in, in, in Torah. You can't go near it if you don't respect what it is. And you need to do some research to have some respect. But the Chiddush that we're saying is that even the lowest level guy has to have a degree of respect because once he has a degree of respect, he has a degree of a sacrifice that he puts himself into it and a degree of lashma, and then he keeps getting higher. But if you don't start off with the same DNA as what a gadol has, you'll never become one. This is a chiddush that people do not know, and I can't overemphasize it, because people do not know this at all. When it comes to Avodah Hashem, the regular guy, the small guy, and the big guy have the same science. The spiritual science, spiritual realities. HaKadosh Baruch Hu made spiritual formulas. These spiritual formulas apply to everyone. Small guy, big guy, doesn't make a difference. The same spiritual realities. The only difference is that the smaller person will do it on a more minute level. But it has to be there. That means me and you have to sit down and try to figure out, uh, to some degree, the importance of learning for us. For some people, they are so on, a, on such a low level that they can't even think about what we just said now. They can't even think about that. They can't get to any levels, and they can't do tshuva. They're not interested in levels, and they're not interested in tshuva at the moment, right? So how can they do this formula, right? So what they can do is, they can look at the world, and they can see how absolutely fried everybody is out there. You understand? You see the level of immorality. You see the loneliness. You see the, 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 the corruption, right? So they have to realize that all that corruption and all that loneliness is coming from the fact that these people are not attached to Torah. So if, at least I can be motivated not to be a lowlife. Maybe I'm not motivated to be a tzaddik. Maybe I'm not motivated to be a chassid. But I'm for sure motivated not to be a corrupt human being. I'm motivated not to have the terrible problems in life that people that have addictions and other, uh, you know, really bad medias and what they're going through in their relationships and their addictions and their problems and all the things that technology is, is, is making and the media, what it's doing to people and what the corruption in society is doing to people. And if you don't have that clarity that comes from Torah, how to behave and to work on yourself, then you can get sucked into these type of things. And then forget about you. What about your kids? Maybe you'll survive. But once uh, virtual reality and uh, artificial intelligence becomes a very basic part of technology, so now 
the the dangers of your children is in tremendous danger. And if you're not, uh, you know, have a kosher home, and if you don't have the some, you know, attachment to learning, then your kids are done, right? So you could have everybody could have a motivation that works on their level. Doesn't make a difference. However, the fundamentals are never different. The fundamentals are always the same. The fundamentals are, I need some level of Yeridei Shemech, I have to have some level of Kavod HaTorah V'lom Deha, I have to have some level of understanding why it's important and detrimental to me, which will create some level of Lomde Torah Techalashma, which could be even the smallest level of Lomde Torah Techalashma, that I would hope that one day through my learning I can get to Lashma, that's already a level. I have to have some level of Aharivno. It doesn't have to be that my, my sweetness of Torah is like the Gedolet Torah, that there was so, Torah was so sweet to them that the hours of the night pass by without them realizing that the night is over. That's the crazy sweetness. I may not have that, but I need a, le- a degree of it. A degree of the formula. If I have a degree of the formula, it'll work. It would, but without it, it's not gonna work. There's no such thing as like, just go to Yeshiva, throw the guy in the game, he has no re- understanding of what Torah is, he has no Torah at all, he has nothing, and expect that eventually he's gonna grow. That's not gonna work. There's spiritual realities. And spiritual realities are spiritual realities. And you can't go around spiritual realities. So that's the idea that we're trying to develop today, that every single guy, you know, you're coming before Shavuos. Before Shavuos, you have to understand that the point of Shavuos is to try to daven to Hashem for Siyat Nishmai and something that's important to you. Otherwise, it's not, it's just a joke. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and learning all night is showing that this is something that you believe in. And something you want to do. And something you want to succeed in. So the more preparation in your brain that you do to understand what you want, then the more you'll have from the whole thing. That's the idea, okay? We'll stop here for today.